Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio, a show about ambitious leadership for ambitious leaders. Our guest today is Jody Fletcher, a man who needs absolutely no introduction. We're going to have a great conversation. Stick with us. We'll be right back with you. Signal Fire Radio. Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio. Matthew and Evan. <laughs> what, a, what a great cold intro. I'm just so excited Jody's here. I say, yeah, I too. say, and, and it's a fair point, Matt. It's a fair point. I say a man who needs no introduction, and then I introduce him. I should have, are you guys suggesting I should have just said nothing? I think if he just came on and people were like, oh, oh my God, that's who Jody is Fletcher. This? Who is this? It would have happened. Oh yeah, they wouldn't even have asked the question. Right. They would just know. That it's Jody Fletcher. For sure. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Do you feel that you need an introdu- introduction? Yes, always. Okay. Because I don't, I don't know that I've got the uh, fame that you all claim. <laughs> well, I appreciate are, it. I'll take are, it. You're a legend uh, to yeah. us. We, yeah, to us. We are a very important group of people to a very small amount of people. So Don't say it. What? As voted on by my... I wasn't going to say okay, it. Okay, all right. No, I wasn't going to say it. I've ditched it three episodes ago, and it's dead to me now. I loved it, but let's just come up with something else. New content, you know. He was getting on to me. They were getting on to me because I say that I'm an overall good dude as voted on by my wife and daughters. And they were like, Rob, it's so tight. See how he just snuck that in there? Stop using it. It's right there, right? He still slid it in. He still said it. So sneaky. It wasn't a sneak. It wasn't a sneak. It was an explanation. It was context setting for our audience. You are a turd. Stop being the boob you are. Stop. Yeah. What? What is that from The Office? He's like Toby. I just hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Rob Riggle. Like I hate your face. Yeah. I just need to change it. Face ah! Just makes yeah. me want to punch, punch it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Evan, who's the most punchable face that you've ever seen in your Ooh, entire that's life? That's a good question. That's that's tough. Yeah. Because I see them so often. Celebrity, man. like well well known, celebrity. like somebody like one one celebrity that you Bruce just, Springsteen. Really? The yeah. boss? Oh, hundred percent. Why? He could not represent the opposite of me any better than what he currently does. But you think he does have a very punchable face? No, he's, he's a handsome guy. He's just a face that I really, really, really want to punch. That's, that's not, not what that means. That's, not what, that's that means. not what that means. I'm just thinking, who's that, who's that dingus who is a YouTuber that now Logan, he's Logan like, Paul. Oh, my God. I wouldn't that's recommend hitting him. the most punchable face. I wouldn't recommend hitting him now. Maybe Why? a couple years ago. Because he's Why? been because, on steroids because, for five years? And because Floyd pretended that he was a somewhat <laughs> yeah. decent boxer because they were both getting $100 million for it? No. Yeah. The kid cannot box. I would, I would. You put him in the ring with a real boxer. I'm not a real boxer. At the same age. And you know what? The kid's getting. Either way, I'd, yeah. I'd come up behind him with a claw hammer. So what are we, what are we talking about? I'd come, up, I'd come up behind him with a figure four <laughs> and I'd hold him underwater. I love how Evan goes gangster. Like yeah, he does. He's like claw okay. hammer. Yeah, Evan's in it to win. Not <laughs> even like a rock. Like I'm cutting a claw out with hammer. a ball-peen hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, follow-up question. You said you'd put him in a figure four. Figure four leg lock, greatest finishing move of all time, Evan? Scorpion yes no? death drop, no. Really? Scorpion death drop, 100%. So, so Rowdy Roddy? Sting, Sting is greater to you than Flair. Oh, yeah. that's, that's Sting that's don't like, add the uh, color. That's like asking which of my grandparents I love the most. Who you know? do it's you like, love the most? I which, can't which answer that. I can't answer that. I don't. I don't know. As far as as far as like the charisma, yeah. right? Rick, 
obviously. Yeah. But the but the the dark, the brooding, the, brooding, the, the dropping I'll, from I'll, the ceiling. I'll destroy anybody with this bat that I walk around with. That's Sting, and it's got to be Sting. Hey, I've often wondered. We're not talking um, about. We're talking about wrestling. Right. We're not talking about the police Sting. No, no he's a wimp. Um, Quote me. But my my, my follow up question. <laughs> Was was uh, electric yellow highlighter sting the same guy as talk about like dark brooding NWO sting? sting? Yeah, he yeah. was still he was still like loud. No, no, no. no was no, it no, the I same mean, like, human being? Same human being. Same yes. person. Yes. His character. Changed. He was more of like I think he was too close to Warrior, so he had to like yeah dial dial it back and go the crow. Did did the old sting? Did blonde blonde hair Tito Ortiz sting talk? I don't remember. Yeah, he did. He was like Ultimate Warrior. He, he did was the loud and, and raucous. Were you a big wrestling fan, Jody? You know, I spent most of my time arguing with my grandfather over the fact that it was was or was not real, <laughs> right? And and I myself was a big uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan oh, fan. Oh, gosh, oh come yeah, on. I mean Hacksaw, Legend. right? Yeah. yeah, Legend. The overalls came out with the two by with four. With a two by four, with that, a piece of lumber. I, talk I'll about see your claw hanger. Talk about yeah. gangster, and, right? And I'll raise you a two by four. <laughs> Not a bad, yeah. And actually, given the price of lumber right now, Hacksaw Jim Duggan might be the most wealthy wrestler Hands down. of all time. Given that, he, given that he's carrying around Fair point. a two by four by six. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about something that I can be a part of? <laughs> no, no, Matt. We're doing our own thing now. So was your position, Jody, that it was fake or real? My position was that it was fake. My grandfather was trying to convince me that it was real. Oh, I thought it was opposite. No, no, not at all. Your grandfather? Yes. Really? Hey, yes. Okay, so give us time frame. Like, yeah. what approximate year? Oh, so now we're dating me, right? Is that, is that I'm, what I'm we're right doing? there yeah. with you. You're like my age. So no, I think I've got you by several years. This was like in the 80s, early 80s. I mean, I was born in 80. I'm 40. 80. Yeah, I was but he born in 74. God bless. Why does everybody that come on look younger than me? They, so they you were like a eat, 10, 12-year-old kid telling your grandpa it's fake, and grandpa's like, no, Jody. Like, He's it's, like, no, it's real. Really? Yeah. He's well, like, he must have grown, he would have grown up in like the Iron Sheik and uh, what was the Bundy, King Kong Bundy mm-hmm. era, the, uh, the original pre, OG pre Dusty Rhodes. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. that was hard-hitting stuff back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Those guys yeah. weren't fooling around. They were bleeding, for Matt, sure. Matt, Matt is falling with asleep. Us. <laughs> Stick with us. Oh, my God, the hair's coming down. <laughs> I don't know anything about what? that category like, of pop culture. Like it's not that I don't like it. It's just, in, in all honesty, I get jealous when I hear the depth. And I was talking to Evan about this yesterday. The depth of knowledge you guys have about wrestling culture, um, pro wrestling culture. I don't have it. I just, I don't know. I never watched it. I wish I did. I, go I never back watched. And cl- go back YouTube. and study the classics. You can watch Royal Rumbles from like 25 years yeah, ago. I was going to say, let's go back and get some WrestleMania, some yeah. Royal Rumbles. No, I'll just go home and watch Top Gun. Uh, oh. Uh, I can't remember. Do you not like Top Gun? What's, uh, I don't know. You were not in the re- I mean, of course I did. It's position to have to love Top Gun, right? Like, isn't that a part of... Twenty. I don't know that I was in, in that. I don't know that I was in that navy though. No, <laughs> you're in a different. I was with the Marines my entire career. Yeah, so right. like literally. Well, and you, you got a solid Cruise. head on your shoulders. So. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I, I I don't know a Marine that doesn't love Top Gun. Evan is literally I know a soldier. Only, yeah, I know one one person one. that doesn't love Top Gun. But hey, yeah. I respect the fact that you own it and you don't back down. So. I don't, and I won't, and I won't. Okay. okay. Come at me, Tom Cruise. Okay. Don't, don't make the sequel. Don't release and, the sequel, Tom Cruise. You and Tom Cruise could actually see eye to eye. Because we're the same height? Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. He's so tiny. Uh. He's so little. He's so weak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. So, Jody, what have you been up to, dude? Uh, retired like 
you know, in June. You're the most and you're the most retired looking dude I've ever seen. Thank right you. Now. And yeah. I feel talk about chill switch engage. Yeah, Boom. Yes. for sure. He yes. flipped the, the switch. Beard, the beard, the never shoes. The, yeah. Surf trunks all the time. You're so like, tan. How chill was he in uh, Honor Foundation? Now? The most chill. The most chill? The most chill. Yeah. yeah. It was it was always a joy when we got to be in a breakout room together because we were all it was, it was, I was, I was mostly like in, I know, I know you're Breakout having flashbacks room. from Zoom. University from job. When you yeah. lived at, at Zoom. Yeah. Zoomiversity. Um, but just like Jody's mentality about things and, and, um, you know, regardless of whether people were retiring or, or ETSing or EASing like me, it was just like, it's like, yeah, man, we're all figuring this out. You know, that's yeah, kind of, that, true, was like, that was like our mentality. Like, oh, I don't know, let's figure it out. You know? What I love is like, you know, you're starting the re- retirement process regardless of what rank you are, people are like, oh, well, you know, you've got this. And you're like, no, man, you do this once and then you're gone, right? <laughs> so there's nobody to ask. It's not like, oh, hey, you've deployed before. What's that like? Well, I don't know. I'm <laughs> retiring. I'm going to do it once and that's it. So, yeah, still uh, talking to a whole bunch of people, trying to figure stuff out, you know, because I'm on terminal right now, technically. Milking like, it. Yeah, milking it, man. Yeah. Milking it. How much How much terminal leave did you have built up after a I had like a hundred and... Because of the COVID, you know, yeah. carry. So I think I had like 111 days. So you could take a half a year off, basically. Basically, and do nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I had to take like leave mm-hmm. and then start my terminal. Plus, you get the PTAD and all that. Yeah. So. I'm yeah. sorry. That's that's a good problem to have, man. Yo, it's a high quality problem. Very high quality <clears throat> problem. So yeah. Well, for for our listeners who don't know your your storied military career, kind of give them from. Entering into basic training up until your retirement. Yeah. Right where, where'd you grow up, and then? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the, the the quick version is military brat. My dad was in the Navy. He was a corpsman with the Marines as well, Vietnam vet era guy. He did 24 years, retired as a chief. Uh, so, it, you know, I lived in 29 Palms four times, for those Ugh. of you that know where 29 Palms That's is. two weeks in a row that we've had t- deep 29 Palm ties. Bar. I was there in the 70s. So. Did you grow up with a dirt bike? Did you have a yes. dirt bike when you lived there? Which I was going to say, and I look back now and I'm like, I feel so bad for my mom, but as a young dude, we were all over the place, and I've gone back since, and I look at places where I knew I lived and then where I would ride dirt bikes and stuff, and I was like, oh, my God. Parents nowadays, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, I was miles away. You're like John Connor. No phone. Like, yeah. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> With Guns and Roses blasting oh, in the background. Of course, man, of course. I had a wicked mullet. It yeah. was bad. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. But, uh, yeah, so I lived all over the place, joined the Navy. You know, 12 days after I turned 18, I was off to boot camp. And uh, I had to go to, you know, core school and, and all that stuff, field med. And then I had to go to a hospital at the time. So I went to Jacksonville, Florida, went over to Somalia from there when all that was going on, got like augmented. Yeah. And uh, good old mug. Yeah. And then I got into the recon Corman pipeline. I, I was the second wave of guys to actually go through. And so I did that whole thing, uh, came out. Then I did, you know, a whole bunch of recon units. Uh, I was in Okinawa, then in Pendleton for a really long time, <clears throat> and uh, and then we stood up Marsoc, and so I was a part of that for a very long time, and then uh, was the command master chief there, went into that program, and you know that's when I tell everybody I became the fat old guy behind the desk. So then I was the the command master chief at Marsoc, and then at Second Marine Division, and then I just retired out of Two uh, Mef. And make no mistake about it, he's he's. You're in your retirement now, or you're entering into it, and you mm. look fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 
You're not the Thanks. fat. You're not the. And when Rob said earlier that you look fully retired, it's definitely because of the beard and the outfit. It's, it's the, not it's the it's vibe. Not he's not, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, a fat it's old the vibe. guy. Yeah. It's just the vibe. <laughs> I'm working the dad bod, man. I've Thank tried. you for making that clarification, Evan. Be like, oh, hey, you look like you put on about 25 yeah. pounds. <laughs> PTs, not, no yeah. more PT, huh? Yeah, yeah. No more. No more. Uh, un, un, unreal, man. Just a great career. Yeah, it's been, you know, I did a whole bunch of fun stuff for like the first 20 years and then that last you know, nine years and some change Yeah, uh, was all just very much like leadership kind of stuff. And I actually lost a ton of money when I left, you know, kind of the special operations side and went into that because I lost all my special pays. Mm-hmm. But I was doing that, uh, I mean, just because I loved it, right? And that's what made me stay in, you know, for that last third of my career, I guess. If you had to estimate how many milligrams of Motrin you've prescribed over the years, would you, what, where would you put that number? Uh, I'd probably measure it in dump trucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like how many dump trucks of, milligram, uh, oh, yeah. of Motrin? Yeah. Is there, is it, I've always wanted to know this. I've never had this conversation with somebody who was a corpsman. Is that just like the answer to just about everything? Like, Oh, Hey doc, legs broken. Here's 800 milligrams. Well, you have to understand. I grew up the son of a hospital corpsman too. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it lies at your DNA. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I mean, I really think that it, I was I was born into that, right? I, I, would hate, I, I would hate to be one of his kids. Oh, yeah. If this, yeah, my dad has whispered in my ear, you better not make a sound. Uh, as he's, as, he, as either he or one of his corpsmen was sewing me up, you know, just after I... setting a bone or something? Yeah, yeah, I never, I actually never really broke any bones. Really? I was the, I was the bloody guy. Yeah, I was always a bleeder. Got a bleeder. I was a bleeder. Got a bleeder. And my dad, you know, I've got a lot of scars from him taking me in and letting his like most junior guys sew me up. Yeah, yeah. That's the next step up from from a pig's foot. Is 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 uh, my se- son. senior doc's yeah. son? Yeah, you're yeah, like, hey, right. here's my Small son. Human. Yeah, his yeah. head is open. <laughs> sew it back. <laughs> Evan, did you guys have to prescribe as an army medic Motrin? Is it is it through all oh ar- for sure all forces for like, sure yeah? Here's your solution: 800 milligrams of Motrin just thrown at yeah. you. Yeah, I actually used to carry a um, a pill bottle with cut up straws, and that's what I would that's what I would usually hand out before, okay. and then like so they could suck it up. <laughs> Get a straw and suck it no. up. Yeah, I'd put yeah. them in little pill bags, you know, like I, and for I, you guys. And yeah. that's really funny that you say that because you know that someone's full of crap when they come up and ask for yeah. a Motrin, right? Hey, like, that's yeah. like, come on. Yeah. Hey, man, that's, <laughs> that's, that's when a perfect time for the little need straw. A, <laughs> need a little Motrin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Are, are Marines statistically as a category like the worst group of sick people ever? Uh, you've got the kind that will come to you for everything. And then you've got the kind that you've like are legitimately hurt, but are hiding it. Yeah, yeah. So then you got to become a detective and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, like Matt, you, Matt was probably one. I, yeah. Well, going back to motocross, I crashed my bike. The worst crash I ever had right before I left for boot camp. And I broke my biggest toe on my right foot. When I was in boot camp, my nail fell off twice. When I got to infantry school, it became ingrown, had to cut it out myself. Then I went to BRC and dude, it was, it was 11 months of just, insane pain in my foot when i finally got to the fleet as the super boot guy i went straight to bas i was like i'm right here but you made it all the way through the pipeline with a bum toe what a man yeah that's pretty we didn't call it a pipeline anyways but there's places along the way where you could fail out right yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's don't, a get, don't get don't get nitpicky no, with this. No, what semantic. I'm talking about was the fact don't that sell yourself I was short. not going to open the door to anybody in the command knowing that i have a freaking issue because yeah. <laughs> yeah. i have bad luck. 
but man, I checked into, and it was, it's so bad because in the back of my mind, I'm like, if I make it, I'm getting to the fleet and I don't care if I'm the newest guy, I'm going straight to BS. And that was terrifying. Yeah. Checking in at, at second recon. And it's like, Hey, where's the, uh, oh, where's the eight station? That's, that's the, They're yeah. like, Oh, this guy, <laughs> yes, exactly. somebody, that's somebody it. get his patch. We oh, got a sick great commando. Yeah, yeah. We got Lance Corporal newbie. Let's get him a chip. <laughs> God. Oh my gosh. And buddy. I don't regret it one bit. No, of course not. Oh How's gosh. your toe doing today? You still it's you good? It's I'll fine. look at it when we're done. I got some Motrin in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love what was the what was the um uh I guess the most comical medical story you can share without violating HIPAA. Is HIPAA HIPAA's a part of the military, yeah. right? Yeah, you still yeah. 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 gotta certify every year. Yeah. I don't know if it's a medical story per se. I um I was just telling the story the other day. This was before the war, we were on just a mute. And I used to have to stop the Marines from doing stupid stuff. I was like a E five or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a part of the Corman Creed. It is. It, it yeah. is. Like yeah. it's it's the very last yeah. part of the the pledge. It's unspoken. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so we were on this little island. We'd been doing a bunch of dives, and in between, we were you know camped on this island or whatever. And of course, like Marines do, they catch things that they're not supposed to be touching. And they had caught a little. Um, what are those little furry things called? Um, sea cucumber. Not the hamster. Uh, Gerbil. Not that rat. Uh, it'll Sloth? come to me in a minute. No, yeah, raccoon, squirrel, <laughs> Man, I can't chicken, hedgehog, hedgehog, so hedgehog. hedgehog, which was cool. We Wait, where was this? They lock islands in the Gulf. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. It was like, where would a hedgehog live? I know, wild yeah. in the wild, yeah. right? Yeah. So they caught this hedgehog, and we we're you know, like cleaning it up or whatever. Well, it, they also caught this giant lizard, and we were in that phase of deployment where you start making bets of like, yeah. will you oh, eat this? Yeah. Will you do that? Right. Yeah. Idle time is the devil's playground. That's right, <laughs> yes. And he was walking around in full force. So uh, they caught this lizard who was about, I don't know, probably the size of a forearm. Good Lord. And I walk around this building or whatever just in time to, to catch them making a bet on whether or not the platoon sergeant, who was a staff sergeant, was going to let this lizard bite him in a place that a man... Would not normally let a lizard bite him. It's the most marine thing ever. I'd already taken their knives away. What right? was the, the what, what do you think the dollar amount on this bet was? Oh, Did it was you, 150 bucks, which back then was pretty fair, good money, right? Fair, yeah, yeah, I fair. mean, five cases of bush light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and you know, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, I walk around and I'm like, "What are you idiots doing?" And they always, I mean, I was uh, probably middle of the platoon age wise, you know, the platoon sergeant was much older, but they always looked at me like dad caught us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they had that look Sorry, and they're like nothing. And then the platoon sergeant, cause he was the boss was like, I'm going to let this thing, you know, bite me. Uh, right on the peen. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> is that where I wasn't was? sure how far I could yeah. get. Yes. It was, is like that the, not the picture no, no. that you painted when yeah. you told this story? Well, I didn't know if it was like the, the, the bag or the, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. or the no, 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 no. <laughs> And he was actually like preparing to do it. <laughs> and, and so I'm I'm like trying to argue this, like, hey, knock it off, whatever. He's not doing it. Like he's he's, you know, Bump. dropping trowel, getting ready to go for it. Thank God, right about then, the guy who was holding this lizard must have like let its neck go. It turns around and bites him in the thumb. Oh my god. Oh no. So he dropped the lizard? No, it latched onto his thumb. <laughs> Come to find out it had teeth that they never saw because then the guy had a, a one of the teeth like through his thumbnail. No. Yes. <sighs> so of course hurts. I look at the staff sergeant, I'm like, dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Right? That thing clean off. Yeah. <laughs> Wait yeah. for the captain to hear about this one. Yeah. So that guy, 
His so, thumb got infected. I had to treat so it on he, the boat. So, like, so the lizard bit straight through the thumb all the way? No, not all the way, but when it latched down. But like it penetrated one of the, the teeth, nail. Yeah, imagine a mm. tooth, a lizard tooth through your tongue. It went through the nail? Through the nail. Oh, mm. that, guy's, <laughs> that guy's dong could have been disfigured forever. Uh, right? Could have yeah. made it clean off? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So, this is so I mean, disturbing. <laughs> but is it not? It, I mean, Classic it, ma- it makes sense. Yes. It makes perfect sense. Oh, it happens and, all the time. Yeah. I always yeah. say I'm going to write a book someday of like, the title will be, you're never going to believe this. Yeah. Memo- Memoirs of a Command Master Chief <laughs> yeah. Sark. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Those guys were, I mean, every platoon's like that. Yeah. Right. Every team, like it's always, yeah. You're just chasing, you're just chasing dummies around trying to keep them from doing extreme. 100%. You let them do some dumb things. Yeah. Because if you don't, then they get upset. Yeah, no fun. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh man, Doc's a narc. I don't, I don't like him. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so, that's so rich. Because I always say so every, every team, every platoon is the same. The names just change. Mm-hmm. You've always got the dirty kid who doesn't shower. Right, like Pigpen. Yeah, you got the the guy that will never get off the boat, or you know, go on libo or whatever. Yeah. Then you got I mean, the guy that has absolutely no moral character when it comes to liberty and yes. the stuff that he'll engage in. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he's coming yes. back for his fourth round of reception. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, and I I used to always tell the Some guys, more peanut butter and the butt cheese. I gotta yeah. show you something, dog. Yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I got I a know. garden growing down here. I had I a guy what it is. punch his own boar one time. What? Yeah. Why? With what? Like getting a test? Punch it. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, he did the test. It was Okay, okay. It's not like a Q tip or something. No, it was a Q. Well, mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like a regular No, no, no. Because yeah. I was getting ready to do it and he's like backed up to a wall and he's like, like breathing heavy and he's like, man, I, th- I think it'll be better if I do it myself. And I was like, bro, this I got to see. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Said every corpsman yeah. in right? the history yeah. of the Corps. And he did. He did? Wow. Oh, yeah. And he did well? Yeah. And I mean, I backed him up against the wall because he's a big dude. And if he fell, I would just would have let him drop. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, but yeah. Yeah, he knocked it out. Uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, I know not everybody in our listening audience is is former military. Call somebody and ask them what punching the boar means because it's uh, it, it's it has its own meaning. We don't mean us. a wild hog. Yeah, we don't mean <laughs> a hog. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> In this case, it was a wild hog, right? <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to take a real quick break. But before we do, you've got to get in touch with Signal Fire Radio sponsor, Garrett Huffman, the musical mortgage man from Lone Depot. Wilmington, North Carolina is the fastest growing area in all of the United States of America. And if you're planning on moving here, you need to get in touch with our boy. Great with VA loans, USDA, FHA, and conventional NMLS number 1778213. But number one in our hearts, do not go anywhere. We'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio. I just didn't want to feel any pain anymore. I mean, I'm literally like drunk, dug my own grave. And then like, who the heck's going to bury me? You know, I'm going to be in this grave and dead and they're going to find me. So that's not what I wanted. I just wanted to disappear and, you know, get by without having to be depressed. My name is Samuel Roberts. I'm a veteran and I'm an advocate for medicinal cannabis. In my first semester of my second attempt at college, I was struggling quite a bit. One day, I'm in the Veterans Center at Cape Fear Community College, and I was having a bad day. And a veteran, a Marine Corps veteran, walked up to me, and he said, Hey, Sam, how you doing? And um, just gave him the same line I always give everybody. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, 
was up big as well. You don't look fine. And we got to talking about it a little bit more, and he asked me, well, have you ever tried this? And he was referring to medicinal cannabis. I had tried the meds, I had done the antidepressants, I had um, the therapy, I had gone to two hospitals, I was in behavioral health units, uh, begging, begging for help in all the legal ways. This was the only thing that I had to do, to, which would break the rules, but could help me. Speaking from the veteran community, we're losing 22 veterans every day to suicide. We need every weapon, every tool at our disposal to stop this. Visit ncfamiliesformedicalcannabis.com. Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio. If you missed the first segment, you got to go back and listen to it via podcast. I don't know why you would have missed it because you should be here every Monday at six o'clock listening in on this. But that that was one of the most fun segments I've ever had. And I will say into the commercial break, there was uh, even more shenanigans chicanery we, we this this is just giving me further validation that we have to do the signal fire after hour show where oh, yeah. we just go yeah. unfiltered that would be fun yeah around a bonfire yeah. around a bonfire yes. well the, uh, yeah tk already gets he's you put he a fire is, right there we could put a fire just put a candle we'll put a candle oh trust me it'll light i promise you <laughs> we got to control the audio as best as we possibly can right. but jody you said something oh look tk has got the lighter yeah, perfect going. every rose has its stone perfect oh is that the best? Is that the best rock ballad ever written? No. 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 Oh God! Wow. Come on. No. What is it? What's the best rock ballad ever? Ballad. Written? Yeah. In my eyes, probably Civil War. Which one? Say again. Civil War. Okay. Guns and Roses. Evan. Uh, what is it? Here I am. Oh, keep it going, keep Evan. Keep going, babe. Can you send me an angel? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, that, that's Scorpions, I think. Yeah, I think it's the Scorpions. What about you, Jody? What's oh, the best I, rock ballad ever? I, honestly, I don't know. No? Oh, man. What were some of your, your when you first joined the Navy, what, what was some of your go-tos, like your clutch uh, That was bands. early 2000s or late Yeah, 90s? but I was, I listened to a lot of punk growing up and, and Matt hates metal punk rock. and Matt stuff hates punk like rock. that. Hashtag Matt hates punk. Yeah. Always has. I, we've had, we've already talked, man. I know. Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I like it all. Matt thinks. Except country. Okay, okay. Here, I'm going to give you, I, I just Googled real quick, <clears> best <throat> rock ballad. Number one, according to Google, November Rain. Ugh. No? Oh, that's, that was like GNR's, one of their worst songs, dude. Yeah, I okay. agree. It's okay. just yeah. flaccid. Uh, number two. <laughs> Perfect word to describe what? that. What? Flaccid. Well, why is it flaccid? I think it's actually Matt? flaccid. Flaccid? No, that's yeah. flaccid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That song has just never appealed to me. It's, it's, I can get I can get behind number five on the list, but I don't think this is a ballad. Dream on Aerosmith. Would no, you call that a ballad? No. Nah. Josh, you think it's a ballad? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Dream on. Yeah, he, he comes from the musical industry. I was yeah, saying he's got like Gizmo's back there. So I'm going to go with what Josh says. Yeah. I'm I not even sure I know what a ballad is. I think to be of a ballad as like okay, so, not good. Yeah, it's like, like a rock a, anthem, like a hair right? metal or like a power metal band, uh -huh. and then they sing the slow love yeah. song. That's a ballad. Ah, uh, okay. They've got Stairway to Heaven listed on here. That's as a ballad. Not, I wouldn't call that a ballad. What about the Bohemian Rhapsody? Not a ballad. Definitely Ooh. not a ballad. Yeah, I, just, I, I feel I like a ballad a, would probably tell some sort of story. Yeah, theme. yeah. Nothing else matters is on here. I could get behind. Nothing else matters as a rock. Metallica has a ballad. I don't think so. 
Uh, really? I don't think I no? don't think it's a ballad. No. Well, there's going to be different genres of ballads because we're talking think hair of, bands. I think, I think of yeah. hair bands yeah. that sing ballads, yeah. right? Like Poison. That was right. that was mm-hmm. where Every Rose has Nelson, a storm, and they were Nelson. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Great White. You know, wow. these were just yeah, like yeah. Rat. These weak, were these were weak. like trashy hair metal bands, yeah. and then they Skid said, Row, they, yeah, Scorpions. They, they sung a love Warren. song, right? And that's their ballad. Yeah, and I want to do I want to do the TK and Garrett Huffman um, musical rock podcast where they just, well, we just let the two of them. Oh yeah, heck yes, yeah. yeah! Now Josh, yeah, we just let the three of them talk about music all day. Yeah. I get the feeling that, that maybe Josh likes country based off his shirt. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I no? Actually, I actually don't like country. Oh, so it's okay. So that it's stating it accurately. Yeah. <laughs> I just like doing country things. Got it. Got it. Hey, I go. got you. What, what, what's, you. What's the one country thing? Like if I had to ask you what's a country thing, what is it? Blowing things up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're the only place. He fits right. He fits in so perfectly. We're going to go get us a block of tannerite. Josh, <laughs> Would you ever let an iguana bite your dong for 150 bucks? Depends how much tequila is involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. But you did say something nice, Jody. You said that Marines have evolved. And that really, that really spoke to me. And it, and it was very complimentary. Yeah, it, it got you deep, yeah, right? It got me deep. It yeah. got me deep. Would you like me to explain that? I would love that, yeah. Yeah, so, well, during the break, uh, you know, it was brought up some of the other things that Marines have done way back in the day, mm-hmm. which are far more egregious than what I'm talking about, which to me just shows evolution. You know, the fact that you are not I, doing as stupid of things as you used to do mm-hmm. probably in the 60s and 70s. And I remember some of the stories my dad would yeah, tell me. My, my dad told me some stories. Bill Kay, friend of the show, told us oh, some stories about the Philippines. I'm not going to share. No way. Not safe. Not safe. For, for not safe for humanity. For humanity. <laughs> yeah. They've got they've got a lot of really dangerous animals over there. Yeah. 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 You know, I think it's it's really hard to say I don't want that stuff to happen anymore, but it's such a part of the culture. Like I feel like you don't get the real marine. Oh Rob, experience. don't get me wrong. You all are still doing a lot of really <laughs> stupid stuff. Okay, good. All right. No, good. Good. Thank God. We haven't gotten too it's soft just kind different or gentle. Stupid so Jody, <laughs> Jody, do you think that do you think that it goes on like like a, a bell curve or like a pendulum, right? Because that, that stuff happened. Great that stuff question. happened when we weren't in a global conflict. Right. And now that OIF, OEF, OIR has slowed off. down, do you think they're going to devolve? Yes. Like, like, I think, and I, I have think seen everyone, some of that. I Like for, for real. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. We're going to get back to our more base <laughs> humanity levels where it's like, well, there's no war. I yeah. Guess, yeah. I guess let's, let's, uh, let's get back in the see cave. See what a liver, yeah. lizard might do. Yeah. Let's yeah. get back to being flaccid. See what a lizard <laughs> might do. You are retiring at a at a perfect time. Yeah, right? yes, an absolutely perfect. <laughs> I kept my face off all the uh, major <laughs> Navy times and stuff. That was my goal. Yeah. No more safety briefs. I would just tell everybody just keep my face off the cover of Navy times. Yeah. Like, that's all I ask. So you've been uh, you're on <clears throat> terminal right now. Yes, and but you've been transitioning out for a while. Yeah, you've seen you at a lot of the VBC stuff. We've had a bunch of conversations at THF. Like take us from the day that you were like, all right, this is it. My career's over. And then, like, walk us through what you've been doing to make sure that you you transition successfully on the other side. So credit where credit is due. Uh, you know, my wife, I was already kind of playing with it, uh, thinking about getting out, you know, when I did. And I asked my wife, and she's been amazing throughout, uh, you know, way more than two decades. And so uh, I said, well, hey, you know, what do you think I should do? And, of course, she says what all of our wives say, right? Oh, whatever you want to do, I'll support it. I'm like, hey. I need, I need, you know, like, I, need I know that. I need some yeah. substance. Give me some direction. So like any smart woman, she said, well, let's ask the Magic 8-Ball. 
And so she pulled up her phone and we asked the Magic 8 Ball and it said something like, you should definitely do it. And I dropped papers the next day. Mm. Just to be clear. No kidding? Yes. I love it. Wow. What did it say? What did what was the magic? I took a picture of it, but it would take me too long to find it on my phone. But it said, no kidding, like it wasn't like definitely do it or whatever it is you want to do. No, it said do it. Wow. But this was an actual magic eight ball, not like a little bag of like some white crystalline powder. So substance. I was going to clarify that it's not. <laughs> Let's ask that kind of eight ball. Matt's going cocaine. back to his yeah. cop days, right? <laughs> yeah, narco. Hey, what do you got in your bag, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you boys well, like Mexico? He's like, no, nah, man. It told me I should leave the navy. Like it's 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 I need it for spiritual reasons. <laughs> yeah, no. This was uh this was, you know, the phone version, the app eight <clears throat> ball. Yep. So uh, I see that I did not know. There's an there's a app version of, of the, the magic, magic eight ball. ball. Yeah. Yes. Tell me this. Do you shake your phone? Yes. You, you have do? to shake okay. it. Yes. That's so, cool. And I so feel like it could be tricked though. It's like listening in. Oh, you know, I'm it's sure. Very digital. So. Yeah. Zuckerberg's, I mean, he's got yeah. it. He's yeah. like, Oh, yeah. this guy's been talking about getting out. Let's get him out. Yeah. The real eight ball is very analog. <laughs> no more so war fighters. Like it wouldn't yeah. know what you were saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, no. it's all up to physics and gravity. Now I'm questioning everything I just decided on. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> I'm getting back in. Thanks doing, a lot, Mark. I Jody, gotta go Jody's, shave now. Jody's shaving on yeah, the way home. Like, oh, <laughs> I made a mistake. I'm stopping in at Jacksonville, getting a nice little high and tight. Yeah. <coughs> now you're going to stay in this area, right? Yeah, yeah, plan? in Hampstead. Okay. So yeah. you saw the Magic 8 Ball. Yeah, so then uh, I literally dropped papers the next day. Wow. And, uh, or, you know, started that Was process. Was the command surprised? You know, I don't know. Uh, my boss, I went in and talked to him, and and he was amazing. He just retired as well. And uh, he's like, you know, support you whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. You sure that's what you want to do? And I said, yeah. And he's like, you know, you've got a lot of legs to run. I'm like, no, I'm I'm, I'm ready. Been thinking about it a lot. And, and uh, you know, I said I consulted, you know, a very powerful source last night. It told me to get out. <laughs> And so I'm getting out. It's a real spiritual just under, experience. Just under a Ouija yeah. board, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Seance, Ouija board, <laughs> magic eight ball on my phone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I started the process. Um, and, you know, it was during the pandemic, and so we're not around a lot anyway. And or I shouldn't say we're not around a lot, but we're not traveling mm-hmm. like we normally would be. And so I was just really, I got into the Honor Foundation, which is an amazing program. Highly encourage anybody who can get into it to, uh, to do that. Um, I'd already started executive coaching because um, I had found out about a year before that, just kind of fell into that, and I'm like, that's what I want to do. And so I just kind of kept going and, uh, you know, had time to do it all, Honor Foundation, TRS, all that stuff, and really just put my mind into focusing on myself. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about being, like, the fat old guy behind the desk is that I had an amazing team. And, you know, I've always said that the true test of leadership is that nobody knows when you're gone because mm. it just, you know, everybody's like firing on all cylinders. And I, I honestly, I just needed to get out of the way. And so uh, the team was just crushing it and doing everything they needed to do. You know, at that point, I was just a hood ornament anyway. I wasn't really doing anything. I used to tell everybody I don't do anything anymore. I run around with the boss and, and uh, just kind of hang out. So focused on myself and did everything I needed to do to prepare and, and then when it came, you know, and everybody is always asking now when I see, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, I, I feel great. I'm great, bro. I surf yeah. in the mornings and do a little work for two or three hours a day, hang out with my wife and my daughter and, you know, come and hang out with friends on a podcast for the yeah. first time ever. Yeah. Is it, this, this is your first. first yeah. Dude, I brought a case of beer. Don't worry. Natural. <laughs> natural. That's the rules, right? You got a case of beer for no, the first time no, ever. We, we, I'll bring the beers. Uh, I'll bring the uh, beers. Uh, we'll do after hours with Jody Fletcher. We'll, we'll let him host the after hours. Oh, my we'll bring God. On whoever you want. You guys just tell dumb stories about things. Um, what was THF like for a careerist? 
Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And what I love about that program is it doesn't, they don't care who you are, what you've done. I mean, it truly, just like Evan said, right? It's all about, hey, let's get you down to the brass tacks. Let's figure out what you want to do, what you like, and uh, and then kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in that community, a lot of, I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, I can only kind of transition out and basically do what I've been trained to do. And it really helps people realize, wow, you know, I'm, I'm great at talking to people. Maybe I should be a mark, you know, get into marketing or sales mm-hmm. sales. Or, yep. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. right. I um, think, I think in, in y'all's cohort between you and Foster, like you guys are going to both make fantastic sales. You know, people. and you know what I love about our cohort is that not one person at the end of it was like, yeah, I'm going to go do contracting. I, I'm going to go do security work. Like nobody, nobody felt the need to like keep carrying a rifle anymore, which I thought was so cool. That's huge progress, man. That's extremely, extremely big, that statement right there. Because we've talked about it on earlier episodes. Like, it feels like a lot of times you get steered into doing certain things based off of, I don't know. uh, I don't know. I don't know how it got there. Like, the PMP thing or the Mm -hmm. operations manager or staying in contracting. And that's what I like so much about the Honor Foundation. Some of the other other groups that are doing things like that is like, no, who's Jody? Yeah. What do yeah. you want to do? What, that's where it starts. Right. Yeah. Right. And I mean, they stripped you down. They're like, what do you stand for? And, you know, I already had an idea of what I wanted to go into mm-hmm. and was already doing it, which was great. But it, they, I mean, it, it helped me like evolve that even further. Um, and, you know, if you're into contracting, like. I think it doesn't matter what you do. It's just a matter of doing what you want to do. Right. right. That's and, it. That's exactly right. You know, I think it was Chris Lord that came in, wasn't it, in our cohort, mm-hmm. the, that that coach. And, you know, he was uh, basically just like, hey, it's probably the first time in your life for a lot of us that have come in at 18, especially, you know, I grew up in a military family, right? So, like, do what you want to do. Like, you're, you're the master of your own destiny now. Mm-hmm. That was kind of eye-opening. I don't think I'd ever really thought about that. Like, that piece of... Hey, yeah, I can I can say no to that. Yeah, you know, or uh, yeah, I don't know. So it's been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got a sassy salesperson over here now. Very you, sassy, Evan. Did you know you wanted to do sales before THF? Uh, I did, I did, um, because I I I knew early on in my transition, I had an idea of kind of what I wanted to do. More more a longer list of things that I didn't want to do, and it was between sales and marketing for me. Um, and as I talked to more people in both of those fields, I realized that sales was going to be it for me. So once we started the honor foundation, I, I knew I had, I had that way ahead, but like I was talking to Luke earlier this week and at the end of it, he still didn't really know until we had, he and I had a conversation. He was like, I really like doing all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, just like you said, I really like talking to people. I really like you know, hunting for leads, or I really like finding the decision maker or whatever, you know, things that he may not have done, you know, the exact same thing in Marine reconnaissance or in, in, um, you know, in, in the Raiders, but he was able to translate that through having those conversations and through talking to coaches and counselors through the honor foundation. And now he's in tech sales. Yeah, and he's just so darn handsome that he's gonna. I know be it. Fine. I know. Yeah, when you got a when you got a jib cut like that, man, you're made for sales, <laughs> right? <laughs> We've been on him about him coming on the show and just talking, you know, Marine for life. Yeah. And he's like, I'm working up to it. So when you talk to him next, one, he'll hear this because he's a regular listener. Oh yeah. P one, as they say in the radio business. But next time you talk to him, be like, No, they were very gentle with me. Was, I, I will tell. Very him. nice. I will. Yeah, very user friendly. You're, you're in good hands. You're in very very good hands. <laughs> Oh, I love it, man. So now that you're now that you're on terminal, 
much of the transition work has been done right, right. up to this point. How, how do you feel going into the next couple months as you just sort of coast out? It's nice to me. It's like, I don't know, like when the, you know, um, yeah, it's just kind of autopilot, right? Yeah. Like, so there's still that comfort of, Hey, my paycheck is stayed is staying the same. Gives you a few months to like figure that piece out. Um, you know, the unknown is what's it going to look like once, once, once the it's Navy over, check right? Cuts once, off. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're like, okay, no more free cheese. Like <laughs> now what? That government cheese. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll figure that piece out when I get there. But, but you don't seem very stressed about it or anxious about what, what's next. I, like I'm a firm believer in whatever the universe has got in store for me, it's going to, it's going to show up. Yeah. You know, and if you put good things out in the world, it'll come back to you and, and, uh, yeah. I mean, everything happens for a reason, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, but I, you're I, doing I, stuff, too. You're doing yeah, yeah. actual physical things that are going to put you in the right position. So when the universe does come calling, you're like, oh, opportunity and uh, my readiness. Here we go. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I've been, you know, so preparing my business and, and uh, you know, I've got clients and, and I'm working for another company where I get clients that way. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm always doing that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm not like full throttle. Mm -hmm. That's been the hardest transition for me. And I don't know about you, Evan, but you know, I was always taught, you don't talk about yourself and, mm -hmm. you know, humility and all that. So now having to like, you know, brand myself or put myself out there like, Hey, here's what I offer. Mm -hmm. That's the hardest part. Even, even just like doing, you know, the interview question, number one, tell me a little about yourself. You're yeah. like, uh, I'm not supposed to tell yeah. you anything about myself. Right? Yeah. 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 I wonder, <laughs> Do you want to tell me about you? Yeah. United States Navy. Yeah. Just give the, give the, the interrogator answer. Right. Well, yeah. Not lines, even that. Yeah. Just like, you don't want to, especially, you know, like coming out of the military, whatever, you, nobody likes the people that are bragging all the mm -hmm. time. So you don't want to come across like that. Right. You know, so it's always just like, Hey, you know, how do you put yourself out there and say, this is what I offer without feeling cheesy, I guess. Yeah, yeah no, right. Is really, yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, this but, is a huge step for me. I've never been on a podcast. Yeah. So. Let's talk, let's talk a bit more about that. Cause I think this is going to be your launch into the world. Suddenly you're going to have more clients than you know what to do with because let's, of how many people this table is. Yes. your launch pad. This is it. Fire radio. So let's, let's unpack the future after okay. this last break. But before we do, you got to get in touch with our boy, Garrett Harold, honor foundation, yep. graduate, yep. Marine Corps Raider, um, he has a company by the name of Southern Cross Leadership Solutions. He helps teams or uh, companies build better leaders who build better teams, who build better communities. If you're interested in having some serious one-on-one -on -one real-time coaching, get in touch with Garrett Harrell. Visit his website, southerncrossleadershipsolutions.com. That's southerncrossleadershipsolutions.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio. You guys are not going to believe what just happened. Matt had to leave the room because he had to toot. And Evan was just telling the story about how earlier in the day he had he, Evan, you thought it he passed a little. It was gas. a seven to eleven second fart. Yes. And and, and and who did Matt just blame it on? One of one of his small, his uh, sweet little and girls. sweet daughters. Matt, defend defend yourself. How could you do that to Reagan and Ryan? If they were here, they would own it. Would they? With pride, they, yeah. they're just like ah, I farted. <laughs> it's like. They're not a, they're a, not shameful about it. What a 13 it. second ripper for a 12 I have no idea what he's talking about. I think you're hungover from all the tea and water you drank last it night. It must be it. Oh, speaking of last night, we haven't talked about the red hot chili peppers in your eyeballs. What happened, dude? <sighs> I get so typical this is su such Yes, it is typical math. Perfect Matt. serendipity. I get a video from these two cuz my wife got home from working at the hospital late. Matt is dunked under 
the, the kitchen sink, sink kitchen sink getting his eyes washed out by an army medic and I'm like what what is what has happened to you well the first question I would ask is how much did they pay you because this is I go right yeah, I back to my old story exactly I thought right? it was a bet. Yeah, I, I thought it was a bet. zero money so we made uh, white chili last night and Delicious. we have a garden in the backyard and bean chicken chili I missed that so I got all these jalapenos uh, well the jalapeno I didn't realize that jalapenos as they sit they exacerbate their Juice. Scoville units yeah. or whatever. So I'm chopping up this this jalapeno like, and I have done this so, like Sarah said it. I've done this so many times. Chopping it up, I get my little bowl of chili, drop it in there, blah blah blah, and then inevitably, like two minutes this is later, like two bowls of chili later, mind yeah. you, and like, and then we're I sitting on the couch like this, like oh, oh like no. that. And man, it wasn't what two minutes. And I'm not kidding you. It was some of the most I- intense pain that I have had. I could not open my he eyes. Was sweating. Oh man! I, I, at one point, I was like this. I, I stood up out of the sink. I was like, oh, "I think I'm gonna throw up." That's yeah. That was the video I got. He goes, Reagan. "I think I'm gonna throw up." Reagan, Reagan. <laughs> can I retract my earlier statement about the evolution of Marines? You can. Yeah, yeah, we, you did say clear, we're devolving back. Yes, I think. And yeah. then there's my lot. Yeah, and then there's yeah. my lot. But di- yeah. Anyways, it was gnarly, and uh, fortunately, at the aid of Sarah, BSNRN, and and Evan. Uh, Witch doctor doc. extraordinaire. Witch doctor, yeah. Witch doctor, yeah. So it, it was only about 40, 30, what was it, 30 minutes? You were in agony for a good 20, but yeah, probably. Did you give him Motrin? I should have. <laughs> no, hey, but just I, hey, drink some water and get the hell out the of here. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. Evan, we should have worked together, bro. Yeah. Take an eat and drink a Yeah, there you go. Yeah, your eyeballs There's, are hot. Here's hey, 800 million yeah. grams of Motrin. Hey, can you water. face that way? Yeah. Can you pull security? All right, shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like looking at your face anymore. It was so funny because Sarah sent a text message. We're on a group thread, and she goes, "Uh, yeah, Matt got jalapeno in his eyes. This happens about once a month. Listen, listen. But not like this. I gotta tell. I gotta tell. I gotta tell you. I stood there for a minute and a half reading that text message, and Jenna's like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Sarah says he he does it once a month," and and I'm like. I'm All right, guys, to, it's Saturday night. No, yeah, no. I'm trying to balance. I'm trying to balance two things. Sarah never says anything serious, so I'm I'm, I'm sitting there trying to determine if she's joking. She is the most sarcastic, most sarcastic great. human being I've ever met in my entire life. But then on the other end, I'm like, maybe Matt really does get jalapeno juice in his eye once a month. And I just, I, I had this recurring thing. It was like a comedy sketch. Like, oh, Matt's got jalapeno in his eye all over again. It, it just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out if she was being serious or not. But you just, it happens to you that way. And, and you know, when, when we have the gardens growing, which is four months out of the year, it's like, I, like, I think that I wash my hands and my hands are clean. Yeah. And dude, the. Oleo resin capsicum from the freaking peppers. It like Whoa, same word. Same word, everybody. <laughs> Somebody uses the Google. You have to no. use cold water when you wash your hands because it gets the oils out. Cold Josh water drop a banger. That's about, country knowledge right there. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about goat milk? I thought like I thought milk. We used milk. cow. That's what we we used cow yesterday. Cow milk. Yeah. Right so he was taking a cotton ball. He I, I'd like saturated. to use an almond milk, a vegan almond milk, please. Hey, have you ever thought about the first guy that ever? Decided to drink cow milk. I, th- I would imagine that like he, he just, was into weird, some weird he stuff. He just like yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> he saw a baby like cow yeah. doing it, and he was like, "Oh, hey. I need to give me some of that." Yeah. That's, that's such a great point. I think about that all the time. Like the first person to do something, yeah. and, and then it becomes totally normal. Think, yeah, but they had to make some like choices. you're drinking milk from a cow, or like, drinking, or eating an egg. Yeah, like can you imagine totally. the first person totally. that was like, yeah. all, right, yeah. "All right, let's." Josh, have you ever milked a cow? 
No, no, I have You're not that country. No. You're not that country. <laughs> Pretend country. Have, have, I, have either, has anybody ever milked a cow? Yeah, no. I've milked yeah. a cow and a goat. Yeah, I used to have to go up to our family's farm in it's, Iowa. I, the, 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 the motion oh, yeah. is yeah. tricky. Yeah, but but to Jody's point, like, who looks at that thing and goes, hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna get baby cows. I'm gonna get some of that hey, white you know creamy goodness. That's out of the after there. hour show right there. That's there you the go. After show. Oh my goodness. But I mean, oh. you read about milk in the Bible, so it's not like I mean, this is this goes back to like the beginning of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a long ways. It's a long ways back. But there was history, recorded history prior to Exodus. So I mean, that was all. We'll get Genesis. Wait, Exodus. No, I know Genesis was, but Genesis was a retelling of a story, and Exodus is where the story really started to be told. I thought those were dancer names. Yeah. (laughs) No, Jacksonville. 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 Bro, yeah, you you've been in Jacksonville for way too long. We got to get you away from stilettos. Oh my goodness. So so uh, you're doing executive coaching now. That's where you're yes. setting your sights. Isn't that amazing? You can go from a strip club in Jacksonville to all of a sudden talking about an executive <laughs> consummate professional. Business. That's what's so good about Button this it show. Up. Yeah, exactly. Button it right up. So tell us about tell us about what you have planned for your future. What's that look like? Yeah. So I, I mean, I just love working with anybody. I can talk about leadership or organizational development, culture, communication, all day long. That's what kept me in the military the last ten years that I was in. Um, and so the, the long story short is that I got a friend who's, uh, like a very senior partner in a, a big accounting firm or whatever. And we were, I was in DC having dinner with him and, and we were talking about our people, right? Cause people are the same, you know, he's dealing in finance world and I'm dealing in military stuff, but usually issues are kind of the same. And mm-hmm. he was, he said he hired an executive coach, um, for one of these up and coming leaders and, so he told me a little bit about it, and I'd heard the term, right? But I went back and did a bunch of research, and I'm like, wow, that's kind of what I do now, and that's what I want to get into. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's really what it's what it's all about. I went and, you know, did some training to get certified and all that kind of stuff just so I can be official. But uh, just I just love working with people who want to be better, better leaders, better communicators, better at what they can provide for their organization, Uh, You know, and and I got that a lot in the military because we'd be walking around, you go to different units, and as soon as you walk into an organization, you can tell if they're awesome, Mm. if they're being led well, if they're not. And I love when I can get a hold of somebody who's wants to be a great leader or is a great leader and wants to be a better leader and help them, uh, you know, just make their make themselves better so their organization can be better. How can you tell if an organization is being led well or not? Talking to people. Really, it's it's. Uh, I mean, when you talk to the individual, if I'm in an individual coaching session, you can tell just by the way they talk about their people, what they do, what they don't do. But then we also do 360 evaluations or 360 interviews. So you know, I conduct a bunch of interviews about 30 minutes long for the person I'm coaching, and you get a lot of information. Mm. You know, it's like going out and, and just talking to some random lance corporal or a private or something and be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And they'll spill it, you know? And so it's when you collect all that and compile everything, then you can get a, an even better understanding and you bring that into a coaching session and you're like, hey, you think you don't micromanage, but every single person says you does mm. or, you know, whatever. Dear God, now that Signifier is a legit business, you should probably do some stuff with, with Matt and Evan so they can... Become a leader like tell you. you yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Tell you what's really going on. <laughs> tell you what's really going on behind behind closed doors. I was not I was not using that as an opportunity to prop myself up. What I'm saying is is that there's probably a lot of area of growth that's still out there for me, is all I was saying. Not your head, you. but not yeah, my head. Everything else. <laughs> no. 
That was very descriptive language you used earlier <laughs> about my head. Thank you, buddy. Thank I do you. what I can. I love it. Um, what are some of the best performing teams that you've ever seen? And what did they have? What was special about them? Um, it, just some of the military units walking around. You know, it's, it's really those leaders that understand their people. And I, I call it driveway to driveway leadership. You know, and it's, it's a matter of knowing it's just as important. The, the driveway that your people leave from in the morning is just as important as the parking lot or the driveway they show up to at work. And so it's the units where, you know, you patent, know. Patent pending Jody Fletcher. That's right. Patent pending Jody Fletcher. Yeah, that's yeah, going to be the driveway name of this episode. Driveway. I wrote it down for you, Evan. Driveway <laughs> to driveway leadership. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's all about, uh, you know, knowing your people and knowing what makes them tick, knowing something about them. Uh, and so when you're walking around and you're talking to the people in an organization, you can tell if the leadership knows more than just, hey, that's Bob and he works in accounting. You know, they're like, oh, that's Bob and he's married and he's got these kids and, uh, you know, this is what he enjoys. And because people want to be involved in things like that. Right. So it's you all talk about being in the tribe a lot. If you get an organization that kind of creates that tribe, then then people want to be there. And I've been working with some organizations that are having issues with retention. And, and, you know, of course, everybody's looking for people to work right now. And I tell those leaders, I'm like, your best recruiters are the people that you have in your organization. Mm -hmm. If you don't have to recruit, you know, you've got a great organization because that means your people are going out and saying, hey, there's an opening where I work. You've got to get in here. Mm -hmm. It means they're talking about your organization. And it also means that they're willing to put their name to somebody to bring them into the team. Right. So that speaks very highly of that. I love it, man. I love it. Well, we got a gift for you before you leave. I know we've right. already given it to you, but now we're going to tell everybody else that we've given it to you. You're going to walk away with one of these fantastic chill switch engages. Oh, don't let me forget. Yeah, go we ahead. Gotta, we, yeah, yeah. Plug Ocean Fest real quick. Yeah, I just want to, uh, you know, part of me getting out right is is doing some volunteer stuff, and so uh, Ocean Fest is in Surf City on October eighth and 9th. and it's a uh, festival that you know a couple of surfing buddies started. The first year they had like 5,000 people, but long and short of it is it's a, it's just a giant party, right? Over at Surf City, a uh, lot of bands. There's going to be Signal Fire, Blue Footed Boobies, uh, Michael Aiken, Bubble Love, like a bunch of really great talent. There's a vintage surf contest where it's a bunch of old vintage boards. You draw straws. You don't know what you're going to ride. That's uh, what you got to ride oh, in that heat. Yeah, that's cool. Go. Oh, yeah. so what's the date? I hope, I hope October one of your draws are no there's a, oh, the, one of the guys <laughs> had no fins uh, last time, but there's a, a one mile 5K run. So Friday night is the, there's a band, packet pickup yeah. in Surf City, and then Saturday all day is the festival, food trucks, Very vendors, cool. you know, let's all that a, stuff. Let's get an Airbnb so we don't have to drive back and forth the whole That's time. That's the way to we'll do get it. the families up there and we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it the whole yeah. weekend. And the most important thing is that 100% of everything that's made goes to um, like four different ocean. Uh, environmental organizations, nice. so it's all about giving back to to the ocean, 100% free. There's no uh, admission or any of that kind of stuff. We so should sell some T-shirts up there too. Definitely, we'll, we'll, definitely. Would be a vendor, right? Like I'm sure they're taking on vendors. Yeah, and there's stuff vendors like that. and sponsors. Yeah. We can talk yeah. about all that after yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's right. You, <laughs> you you brought it up at the last. I EDC. did. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Count us in for it. And I will say, if you are looking to to be a sponsor, uh, hit us up okay. also. Yeah. Where where should where should people hit you up at? Uh, at just hit me up on LinkedIn. So Jody Fletcher on LinkedIn is the easiest way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they'll Ocean be, Fest. They'll be, they'll be confused when they see what you look like now versus your That's profile. true. I, yeah. Very so, well put together, military haircut and all that. That's stuff. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Clean, clean shaven. Clean shaven. Looking really good. Well, that's awesome, man. That's a great cause to support. Uh, we're happy to stand behind it with you and do anything that we can. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, thanks for coming on. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. We're, we're I, we I rushed our t-shirt yeah, printer Sorry. to get these out oh. because I knew you were going to be here. Because I was like, we have to let Jody, because you wanted an easy hippie. Yes. And we're so back, backstocked on all that. I was like, we got to get a chill switch engaged because that's 100% you. Like, you're living it right now. It's so perfect. You work you, really he exudes hard. I know. Chill fidence. Yeah. Chill fidence. Chill fidence. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> yeah, look, see that? See, these are actually trademarked. We yeah. went through the hard process it. of trademarking it. multiple designs and styles. But if you want to get one uh, <clears throat> and you're listening to this show, you can head over to our website. It's signalfire.media slash shop. Uh, check out the chill switch engage. All the proceeds, well, a portion of the proceeds, excuse me, uh, goes to the Veterans Alliance for Holistic Alternatives with the chill switch engage. We put this design together because we recommend that everybody does what you're doing right now, Jody, which is to just chill for a little while. I can't recommend it enough. You don't have to rush right into that. Not at all. Take a little bit of time, figure out who you are, figure out what it is that you want to do, but more importantly, why you want to do it, and then go from there. So we appreciate you being on, man. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And then Ocean Fest, October 8th and 9th in Surf City, North Carolina. Matthew, anything you want to say as we wrap for the day? I look forward to being at Ocean Fest. Ocean Fest. Yeah. Look forward City. To yeah, that's gonna be great. Uh-huh. And I also look forward to being at 311 where you will not be hurts in wow. September. Oh. Hurts, I know. Evan, yeah, uh, I look forward to seeing you at Ocean Fest. Sounds super rad. I'm excited. I do love the ocean, even though I don't want to live here. Bring so on. I'll be here. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll, I'll be on terminal. Bring, so yeah, we'll be switching places. Yeah, Jody. bring um, bring Lou and Johnny, and we'll bring our kids up, and we'll. It is kid friendly too. Yeah. Yeah, no, they'll love There's it. There's a kid zone and everything. I said Johnny. I meant Junie. I knew what I'm going to tell you why. My best friend, I told you this, my best friend in high school, his real name was Johnny, but we called him Junie, and so I just snapped back into that's, a that's okay. weird place. No, I just I want to thank Jody for coming on the show. It's great to see you, man. Yeah, it's great to see you too, bro. <laughs> and not in Zoom, right? I know it. <laughs> yeah, in the flesh, real life people. All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Signal Fire Radio. Until next time, go out there, feed your mind. Strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe, and go be a signal fire in your community. We'll talk to you next week. Boom! Catch new episodes weekly, and be sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe now and become a signal fire in your community.